Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc, and streaming live on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire. I am your host, uh, Michael Dolce, and as always, I am joined by my illustrious co-host, the Lord of the Radio himself. Illustrious. See? See, I got that in there, too. Yeah, that's, that in there this time. That's a that's a pretty expensive vocabulary word. Well, right? yeah, I'm very I'm I'm uh, very learned. <laughs> Illustrious. I'm very learned. Yeah. Is that like a it's like a, like a fat thing? Is that what? That's kind of a fat thing, right? What? Illustrious. They used to call Jabba no, the no, Hutt voluptuous, 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 illustrious. No, no Sam, you back really me up here. Sam, back me up. No. Yeah, yeah, no. He's, he's shaking Illustrious is, is, all right. So fine. this is Hassan Godwin, and we are joined by, as always, <laughs> our wonderful, fearless leader, Mr. Sam Leibowitz as well, who's uh, working back here. But um, we're, we're at a little bit of a, um, I don't know, what do I call it? I'm not a loss. We're not at a loss. We're, yeah. we're very empty right now. We have no interns, which we discussed we last week. We have to week. embrace emptiness. Yeah, we have no, in, no interns. Tulsa Doom. Yeah. Tulsa Doom says embrace emptiness. I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> you're yeah, you're no, too young. No, to um, <laughs> let's not talk about age. <laughs> so we had no interns. We have no guests tonight. Stop crying about the interns. You, you, you know, I am crying you, about the interns. They were very, very helpful. You coddled them too much, man. I, you, you yelled at them. They were yeah. very good. Yes, yes. Well, it was good cop, bad cop. You, you coddled. It was good cop, bad cop. <laughs> Well, no, hey, that is that is very that's uh, racial profiling. Oh, yeah, because we did have a wonderful it's, um, it's Latin-based intern who did an enormously wonderful job. Who's going to come back in the fall and help us with um, our videos as well, too? Um, but yeah, no, we are. I'll we yell are, at her again, yeah, and, and you should. <laughs> She'll be yelled at again. So, despite the fact that we have very little, um, you know. Well, we actually have a lot of room in here now. Yeah, um, it's like a lot of air in here. We it's still hot as balls. Also, though. have a lot to talk about tonight. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about tonight. You, I, you, you keep saying that. I don't believe you. We do. I don't, I don't believe you. We do. I'm telling you. We, we. I don't think a, what we have to talk about matters. I did that. If anybody was paying purpose. attention to our green room, <laughs> uh, go to Patreon.com/slash Secrets of the Sire. That's an inside joke. Yes, as, it is. Uh, we do our green room from the bar down the street now. <laughs> so you yes, should. yes, which is mostly more bar than green room. Well, it's a green room. As far as bar. we use it, we use it more for the bar. Than, if we have than guests, the green room. we take them out there. Yes. We have done that. Yeah. And I'm going to, and I can take you out there. So <laughs> if you check out my Kickstarter page, because I did launch a Kickstarter and I'm hmm. mentally exhausted, but That's somehow I get fired up as soon as the, uh, the, the red light goes. As segues go, that's maybe a three. That's a three out of yeah, ten. That's out of not 10? a great segue. You, you ready for the reward, though? Uh, well, okay. Yeah. Go so ahead. Go ahead. the reward that's coming tomorrow is I am going to literally fly you out to New York City. You're going to, oh. I'm going to put you up in a hotel nice. in Times Square. In Times Square. You are going to be a guest co-host on a show in the next couple months. I think we're targeting December. Um, we're going to take you out to dinner first. So you're going you're gonna to actually be in the green room. We're going to videotape the whole thing. And we're going to take you for an after party because apparently you cannot use the word alcohol or drink on Kickstarter. <laughs> And uh, we're gonna ask that you're 21 or older. So yeah, so we're gonna be doing this for someone. We're gonna, we're gonna. Yeah. Well, they're gonna be doing it for themselves if they yeah. pledge the reward. If they pledge, if they yeah. pledge the reward, they pledge correctly. So check out that means tomorrow. We're gonna have to socialize though. Tomorrow That's... morning at approximately 10 a.m. We're gonna be launching. I'm not that eligible because I'll reward. be at work. I'm not gonna be able to. You, uh, but you actually are here, and you're the actual host. I know. But you're the actual I co-host. Still, it's a contest. So you I wouldn't just be win. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You can't use the word contest when it oh, comes to. It's a. Um, it's a giveaway. Yeah. So no, you can't use that either. So no. anyway, so for anybody out there, Darn again, um, we are secrets of the sire. The new issue of the sire. It's up on Kickstarter right now. You can actually go to michaeldolce dot com. M i c h a e l d o l c e. It'll take you right to the Kickstarter page. Go check it out. Check it out now. We got an awesome. We got tons of really great. Don't stop listening though. No, no, don't. Well, no, but you could do both. You can, you can yes, listen. Check it out while you're listening. Check it out. Yes. Um, it's about a superhero forced by his own costume to fight evil. Put it in a separate window. Kind of like having a spider sense, but instead of warning of danger, actually puts him in danger. Mm. 
And uh, he's lost in time. He, it's guest starring Mariano, Mariano Nicieza's character, Phaser. The Phaser, yeah. Mariano is actually brothers with Fabian Nicieza, yes, creator of Deadpool. Who so we've had on the show. Who we've had on the show. And we're going to have Mariano on the show in a couple weeks as well, too. So nice. it's going to be pretty exciting. He's doing some stuff with Stan Lee right now. So there's a lot of really great stuff happening. Again, go check out MichaelDolce.com. That's the last of the shameless plug. But I'm not going to stop. Shameless. I'm not going to plug. I'm not going to stop plugging the rewards though, because we've got some really great rewards, and that yeah. one is pretty damn. Getting good. to meet us is pretty darn cool. And we got one. Uh, I a, wish a, I wasn't one of us, so I could meet us. I agree with you. I agree with you. And uh, we've got a reward next week that is going to be just like unbelievable as well too. So we're going to keep. It's so unbelievable. I don't even out. know about it. Well, which yeah, is kind of cool. No, you do because you're involved. In oh, yeah. It's that, it's I was that trying one. to. I was building. Oh, it. oh, you were being okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, good. And you kind of ruined that. That's okay. All right, that's okay. Um, check us out again on Facebook, Twitter. Check us out on on um, iTunes, iTunes.com slash Secrets of the Well, not sure. Many, that many, does not work. But many pieces of media. We yeah. are on many pieces. iHeart Radio, SoundCloud, Patreon. All right, we're gonna get we into it. I'm gonna. So sound. this is. It's just you and me. Holy cow! Don't make it sound like it's. Holy so bad. cow! We got nobody That's calling it. in today. It's. We got no interns cluttering us. Yeah, we should just stop the show right now. Like that's it. We're like done. We should. Ju- we should we're just watch here. a movie. Like it feels like we can get away we with could. anything. We could. Right be, I know. It's like. It's yeah. like. It's just free for all. Yeah, we should just watch a film and like just record us like reacting to the film. This yeah. film sucks. Do you know what film was unwatchable recently? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I bet you're gonna tell me. Yeah. That. Uh, wait. Wait. <laughs> that's a seven that at best. Was a wonderful set. That's a seven at best. Yes. Nah, it was almost. According to WeGotThisCover.com, early cut of Justice League deemed unwatchable. Substantial changes being made. Poor Justice League. No matter how much good Warner Brothers does, the upcoming pick just can't seem to catch a break. Do you think that they leaked this information so that they could justify getting rid of Zack Snyder so they can make it a full-on Joss Whedon movie? Before I answer that. I will just elaborate for our audience out there. Even after the smashing success of Wonder Woman and a thrilling Comic-Con trailer for Zack Snyder slash Joss Whedon, um, it was very promising. Negative buzz continues to surround it. That doesn't cha- That did not change today, which is a couple days ago, either with a follow-up report coming in that expands a bit. To recap, yesterday we learned that Warner Brothers was apparently unhappy with a few things in Justice League, namely the tone, which they felt was very dark, and the portrayal of Cyborg. Did they see the two previous Justice League movies? Now, I mean, the, the, <laughs> the two previous DC movies? Batman on film has added that onto that, telling us that the situation is much worse than it appears. Here's what they had to say. Oh, man. These reshoots, which the are still taking worse place, than it <laughs> are not standard pickups, additional photography. Why? Apparently, an early cut of the film was deemed unwatchable, thus substantial changes to the film were made. Um, here's, here are the changes. in the window are closer than they appear. <laughs> I'm going to answer your question in a second, but here are the changes that they made. First of all, they expanded Cyborg's uh, backstory, origin. That's one thing. They included a Wonder Woman backstory hmm. um, with Robin Wright Penn. Are is, these wait, changes? She's, she's not Penn anymore, right? She's just Robin Wright. Yeah. You're watching House of Cards. You would know this, right? Yeah. So Robin Wright. Are they making these changes? Um, are, they, are they saying that the movie is unwatchable because of these changes that they added to it? Or no. These are the changes they're going to add to it to make it yes. more watchable. This is the number one change they're making, though. So apparently they were going to make the fi- the ending kind of like a cliffhanger to the coming of Dark Dark Side. Steppenwolf was a great 70s band mm-hmm. who uh, did Born... Magic Born, Carpet Ride. Isn't Born to be Wild too, right? Yes, Born yeah. to be Wild. But yeah. Magic Carpet Ride's yeah. a better I mean, great. I mean, Much I, don't, I don't understand why the band Steppenwolf is threatening Earth's like safety and security in Justice League. <laughs> they, are, they are some I, crotchety I, old men at I this point. I honestly right? don't think it's the band that's... that's Okay. Uh, I heard unwatchable. So it could be the band. <laughs> could it could be. be the band. Like, wouldn't that be, be like? That's be the like, problem. That's the band. <laughs> that, wait, this is unwatchable. <laughs> that's actually Steppenwolf. Or <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> it's, like, wouldn't okay. It, wouldn't it be very actually, I would think that right. They'd be like, "Well, I never saw that coming." Like, well, seventy-year-old. Like, I thought that guy was okay. dead. It, it, technically, if Steppenwolf born was, to be wild, were on the same <laughs> on the same aging level as, say, like Zeppelin, who are kind of all. Gracefully going into the uh, yeah yeah they're into the rickety right. stage yeah, yeah. right if they were that if it were that case and Steppenwolf were active and they were constantly putting out albums and and making like uh, right. guest appearances sure. that would be something cocaine's a hell of a drug exactly <laughs> if Led Zeppelin was actually in Ragnarok yeah, in Thor yeah, Ragnarok uh-huh. 
That would be the greatest movie ever made in, in Godwin's book. I agree and, with and you. And I think many other books. I agree with you. So, so the idea that a, a 70s band showing up to be the main villains <laughs> of a superhero movie. I mean, that would I completely rewrite <laughs> superhero movies and books altogether, yes, right? I mean, that yes. would just that would flip. All the I do is listen to seventies rock music and read comic books. Yeah. So that would that would that would all be, that just flips. That yeah, just that, completely. Flips, yeah, that would flips be my head would explode. I'd never recover. I, I agree with you. But I agree with you 100%. Steppenwolf, I, maybe they only have two songs yeah. that I know. So of. apparently. So. Which Dark Side true. was supposed. Steppenwolf was supposed to be the Herald, kind of yes. like Silver Surfer. Yes. Um, and now they're completely saying, no, 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 he should just be the villain, and we're not even going to. We're not even introducing Dark Side. They're going to hold him off. They'll use him at some point, I'm sure. Yes. Um, but yeah. So now the so question Dark becomes: Dark Side's going to fight Thanos. <laughs> how much of this is a Joss Whedon movie now? And it's, it's probably. So should we? we probably sh- a good eighty percent. So we should put a disclaimer out there right now. Big Joss Whedon fan sitting here. Big anti Joss Whedon fan sitting there. I am not anti Joss Whedon. Really, I don't like his stuff. <laughs> here, there's okay, a difference. So, all right, so wait. I mean, well, wait, here's the difference. Gonna, I will. I'll explain. Go back in time. Big I'll, Joss Whedon I'll stuff explain. fan. Are you gonna let me big explain? Anti Joss Whedon stuff fan. I am not. Uh, I'm not anti Joss Whedon. Okay. The things that he does that I like, I admit that he did it, and I liked it. I just don't like. So you most acknowledge of his stuff. that he did did work. There, there are writers that I don't like. Yeah. I don't want to do things. I don't want to stop them from writing or for you know from from continuing to create work. Sure, you know I just don't read their stuff. Josh Whedon's one of those people. I just don't watch his stuff because I don't like it. But I'm not anti Josh Whedon. That's right. A, that's a very strong, uh, you know, criti- uh, criticism of me because I'm not anti. I don't want to stop Josh Whedon. But you don't like his stuff, and you and you. I'm not a fan his, of his work. No. You think that anything he's going to do is not going to be very good. Um, based off past experience, I think anything he's going to do is going to have Whedon isms that I will not like. Now, it is yeah. it is uh, it's arguable whether it's good or not. What is a Whedonism? <sighs> it's, uh, it's so hard to explain. It's all all of his writing is very divisive. Right. Yeah. He, um, so, um, and also he doesn't he doesn't tend to delve into character very often. Yeah. He uses a, he has a lot of superficial cardboard characters that have really punchy dialogue mm-hmm. that gives you, gives them the illusion that they are three dimensional. Yeah. But if you actually read their dialogue without actually seeing the characters yeah. without the names you would not know who's speaking right okay so my crit- my main critique is that you would you would get a character like a marvel character like maybe Wolverine right yeah. mm-hmm. and i'll say to you Wolverine goes to the supermarket and a hundred different, uh, you know, renditions of what could happen would pop into your head because sure. you know the character. Then I'll say, you know, Malcolm Reynolds from from Firefly goes to the supermarket, and how many scenarios pop into your head? You know, but that's not fair, right? I it mean, is fair. That's I mean, why is it not? Because I mean, Firefly was a was a cult classic versus. Uh, I, I mean, to, to judge... Cold classic. Buckaroo Banzai goes into a supermarket. a guy... Versus Malcolm Reynolds going into a supermarket. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I get it. If, I mean, if you want to put it on a cold classic level, you know? I'm just merely saying that to, that to judge Scott Pilgrim for goes not, to a supermarket versus, versus anybody. I'm going to use a sports analogy because sports... I love sports, right? Yeah. Sports, sports, sports. If a guy is a 300 hitter, hits 50 home runs, and bats 100 RBIs, he's in the Hall of Fame. A guy who bats two seventy five, you know, hits ten home runs, steals ten bases, hits fifty RBIs, is employed every single year he's got a career and is regarded as a contributor and is regarded as here's, somebody who's So for for saying that the guy doesn't doesn't a Hall of Famer. And I actually disagree, but but And I don't want to kill this conversation, but here's where we always sorry, have we the gotta problem. go to break now anyway. So I know. I'll I'll be quick. So pretty good. You always ask me why mm-hmm. I feel the way I feel, yeah. and then you tell me that I'm wrong because my argument is unfair. It's 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 just how I feel about it. I never said that the guy needs to be stopped. 
said, I just don't like it. <laughs> and I explained to you exactly what I don't like. And then you're saying, well, that's not fair because he works really hard. And he's, you know, he no, hits more I'm than just he saying that, um, you know what? I think when you sit there and say, like, I don't like his stuff yeah. because it's not Hall of Fame worthy as opposed to. I you never know. said anything about you. That the Hall of Fame analogy is yours. I know it was. I just said thing. I don't like his stuff. I didn't say that he doesn't. Be, he doesn't deserve the accolades that he's getting. I said I don't like his stuff. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I do know. All right, we're gonna we're gonna throw this out yeah, to the, the audience. Are awesome. I would love to hear your. T- <laughs> we'll turn into look. This is potluck day. We've got some defender stuff to talk about. Uh, we've got some Disney uh, rumblings. Are they gonna stop publishing Marvel comics altogether? Well, don't don't. Are they gonna? Is you know? Are they gonna pull the Marvel Netflix? We're gonna, wait, we're gonna We're gonna no. We're gonna talk Save about those. all this stuff. We're gonna. But now people are gonna be. Prepared. Prepared but when we discussion. come back, we're going to talk about a certain brother, talking about a certain brother, talking about a certain Batman when we come back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. want to connect with are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following welcome to our show follow me friday Friday with joan and priya tune in every friday at noon eastern on talkradio.nyc we're We're your digital connectors connectors. (laughs) (laughs) talking alternative radio 24 hours a day. I want to know you're good. I want to know why, you know, what you thought was the shining star in this movie. The seat that I was sitting in in theater was very comfortable. Okay. There wasn't a lot of sticky stuff on the floor, which I hate. I, I hear you. I hear you. People talking behind me, but people always talk behind me. I really? Wherever I go, and it's the same two Didn't people, Didn't we have this I conversation suspect. after a while? Yeah. The just, problem is you. Yeah. <laughs> Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. I want to give a shout out to all our beloved patrons. We have dedicated fans, Einar Peterson, Matt Beyer, Ashley Haikai, <laughs> our program director, Stephanie Dolce, our executive producer, Steve Ovecki, Brian Phillips, and Christina Gillen. And He's as always, our, right our uber fan, Christina Dolce, <laughs> speaking of Christina. She's a little pissed. She did a really nice job commenting. You can comment all you want on our uh, Facebook page. Go to facebook.com slash secrets of the sire. We do this live uh, every Wednesday night. Um, and Christina basically has called you out. She called you out as an anti-Whedon. You're an anti-Whedon. How do I have to explain whether I like or what I don't like? That doesn't make any sense. That makes no sense. I just said I explained it perfectly, perfectly perfectly clear he is very divisive he uses very punchy dialogues but he doesn't invest in three-dimensional characters wouldn't you say though his, his punchy dialogism let, let, you know what i'll use a music analogy but here. see this is this is this is the this is where we always go off the rails because a lot of people t- you know f- mistake dialogue for character Dialogue isn't character. Dialogue is a tool of character. Sure. It is not character. But a lot of people mistake dialogue for character, which is why a lot of times sure. when, the, when dialogue is bad, they think character is bad. It doesn't help, though. I mean, like, let's, it doesn't let's, help. Let's boil it down I, I will, to, I'm not going to argue let's that. Let's boil it, it down to real life. It, it if somebody is, a, is boring... For a layman, it is, a very, it is very indicative. It's yeah. a very good indicator of potential, you know, of, of good character. Yeah. But it is not necessarily character. Okay. And good dialogue mm-hmm. in general that doesn't have a voice to it. 
yeah. doesn't differentiate, that doesn't alter or vary as we go along, so that certain characters, all of the dialogue is good, and all of it is sharp, but one person is speaking, and you can identify who's speaking by the, the, by the words that that uh-huh. character chooses to use, versus another person speaking, identifying that character by the words they I'm choose gonna to use. I'm going to do something... Okay. Very go unlike, ahead. unlike me here. No, nah, because I wasn't finished. I'm going to agree with you. <laughs> you can't. You still interrupted me. You can't snow me into allowing you to interrupt me by agreeing with me. That's not going to work. I kind of did that on purpose. How dare you agree ca- with me? I kind of did that on purpose. What, what do you agree with me for? What? We do get on you for liking the prequels. And I'm not, we're not making this a prequel discussion. We're making this a discussion about our prequel discussion. You would discussion. lose. You would lose. Sorry. I'm all right now. And I tend to <laughs> use the argument, mm-hmm. when you walked out of that movie, did you think it was good? And so it is a visceral reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can overanalyze something to death and, and figure out, and look, there's an entire YouTube video as, as to why the prequels are actually better than you thought and was actually really good and, and counteracting all the arguments. But at the end of the day, I sit there and go, this is a bad movie. It's just not good. Mm. Um, so I'm not going to knock you for your visceral reaction to Joss Whedon because I, I, you're right I can't invalidate that it's not that. even visceral you hate him you just hate him no 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 you have a oh, little, no, no. you have a Joss Whedon I don't love him <laughs> I, do, I certainly Joss don't love Whedon him dartboard up alright I, I special could. announcement next week's guest is Joss Whedon <laughs> we got him it's great oh man we're gonna uh, we're gonna interview him and it's not to be like I love your stuff I'll be yeah I will I'll totally be like hey, I really respect can you can I be in a movie I love you stuff it's the greatest thing no it's not meanwhile we're gonna put the I'm Facebook sorry. feed on you're gonna be stabbing yourself <laughs> you're like I think your stuff is so good oh, oh, I, can't. Oh. I can't believe I'm lying so I'm not lying only did we you. get Joss Whedon on the program but I need a new co-host cause he's dead now <laughs> oh, you'll find someone real quickly. Um, That's a reward. Speaking of rewards, <laughs> yes. be mine. The death of Hassan. <laughs> you might quick starter and I'll kill Hassan for you. Um, now, Joe Moby is actually on your side. And I know I know uh-oh. we're not supposed to call out yet, uh-oh. but What's I'm going to do going it. What's going on with that? Hassan has convinced me to go anti-Whedon. <laughs> if you want to call lies. in. <laughs> I think he's lying. 877-480-4120. You can call in because we don't you have a guest tonight. You can call in and, and challenge. You can, be our, you can be our guest. Kai Cole, Christina Gillen, who's one of our illustrious executive producers. Yes, yeah, she is. She's, she's she my boss. She can be our guest. We are just, we're just, like, we're in this Kickstarter mode right now. We're like, You're rewards. In the Kickstarter mode. Rewar- I, I know. I'm, 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 I'm actually I'm, running on I'm the guy on the right outside now. going, hey, you got a Kickstarter? That's kind of cool. <laughs> How did you do that? Let me, let me, let me throw That's this awesome. out there for anybody who um, <laughs> is into, who's, like, done a Kickstarter before. Like, it is so draining. You, you, you pressed said that. This you were like button. you looked all weak and stuff like that, and yeah, I, I you, felt bad, you but press, not really. No, you know, <laughs> you <laughs> feel really as feel bad, bad about me as you do about bashing Joss Whedon. Yes, um, yes. it's all, it's in the same vein. It's just like when you press that button, you're like emotionally tied to your. That's the thing. See, laptop and phone. The device. difference between you and I is actually after I send it out into the world, it is what it is. You know, yeah. the, for me, it's always a build up until I hit the button. You I think know? Joel Movey's going to call in. We're challenging Joel Movey to call in right now. Mm, all right. Yeah. No, but you were saying. So, yeah, it is. It's just, it, it hit the button, the button. And to you, it's like the, you're, you're uptight about the button. No, it's no, all I, right. The I, button. Well, no, but once you, the once, button is not, once you press the button. Uh, well, yeah, but there's a potential. You press that button and there's, it's, it's, it's like a little skiff yeah. to Money Island. Right, you get, It's not. You don't really land on Money Island, but you can kind of you, you go around the harbor, yeah. right? It'll, it's yeah. like a tour. It's like a circle line around yeah. Money Island. Or you, yeah, you That's may or cool. may not land on it. You may or may not land on it. Yeah, well, if you land on it, it's because you jumped off the circle line, yeah. and then you got other problems. Yeah, because there's sharks in in Money Island Bay. Yeah, they really are. They all look like Kevin Spacey. Speaking of someone who does about. not need <laughs> Money Island at all, Ben Affleck. Affleck. He's done with Batman, says Casey Affleck. Uh, there's been some confusion as to whether <laughs> Affleck will be returning Baffleck for the role and Caffleck. <laughs> in the solo film Batman, but Casey Affleck... How come he had to have Casey yeah. kind of tell him, tell everybody that he's not doing... Like, he had his brother do that. That's like getting your mom to do it. Mom, tell him I'm not going to be Batman anymore. We'll talk about this in a little bit. We've actually got Joel Movey on line one. You Joe, why are you now... Are you actually anti-Weedon now? No, I, I just got to say, uh, Hassan has spoken to a part of me that I thought was very alone in the universe. 
I don't think I was familiar with Josh Whedon except for seeing the Avengers movie. I hadn't read Buffy. I only read a few of his X-Men books. But then when people were like, you don't know Josh Whedon, it was almost like people saying, you don't like Christmas? Like, how do you not know about this man? And I think the next thing I watched was, uh, was not sci-fi, what's the the space thing? Spacefly? It's uh, Firefly. um, You're thinking Firefly. Is that from Castle? Uh, Yes, Firefly. But I'm, I'm horrible at casting. What's that show? Firefly. Firefly is like a beloved show. Yeah, and I watched the movie of it, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay. And then I go and I like, you know, watch like a couple episodes of Buffy, and I'm like, no, don't want to watch any more of that. <laughs> and then I'm just like, I guess I'm just not a weeding guy. Well, let me ask and now you, Hassan Joe. has spoken to me. That's why I was like, I'm telling. Let me I, ask you though. I think that he just doesn't connect with some people. When did you? What season of Buffy did you start watching? What season of Buffy did you start watching? We lost him. He is that he's that outraged against us. He hung up. He just hung up. Well, on we us. thank you for your call. If anybody else wants to call in eight seven seven, well, he's there. He's there ish. I don't think he's there. Joe, can you hear us? He can't hear. We're gonna have to blame Time Warner. Now Joe's gone. Well, it's a good thing we have no no like actual call-in guests today besides the actual callers. Yeah, that's the worst it's ever been. Yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of heavy. Yeah, we'll figure out we'll figure out the I difficulties. I, this is my one. This is I like to blame the victim. Oh, he said sorry, guys, in a car and service got he was in the car got pooped. Well, hey, look, I gave him credit. He's listening to us in the car right now. Yeah, I hope he didn't crash. Yeah, that he's a very talented artist. He's actually working at Marvel right now. All right, you're jumping around now. And I don't know where you are. Where where are we now? Joel Mulvey is a very talented. I know, artist. but it's like, is, is he in the car? Did he crash? Well, is no, he an artist? He, I hope he doesn't crash because he's a very talented artist. I would hate yeah, to lose him. I hope he doesn't crash. That was actually pretty a, easy to follow. I hope he doesn't crash because he's a living human being. Nah, <laughs> some people. You're just putting in. You're just putting a monetary Donald Trump worth is a living to his human talent. Being. Donald Trump is a is a living human being. You yeah. wouldn't care if he crashed in a car. I have no comment about. <laughs> <laughs> that a man is the president of the United States of America. This is very true. And this I did not true. say anything negative about All right, the president we were, of the we, United we had States started America talking about this. On the air. Casey Affleck uh, recently told W-E-E-I. Oh, it's Caflack. Caflack. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, it's Baflack and Caflack. He told W-E-E-I's Dale and Holly with Keith. Jesus, what a name that is. I thought Secrets of the Sire you was a bad name. You need to study these things before you actually... No, 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 no. I, I read it correctly. I'm just merely saying that's a that's a really What's crazy the name? name? Tell us all so we can all be but dumbfounded. I just did. You're not even paying attention to what I'm saying, you, are you? You got in the middle of the name and then you stopped. And you D- like, oh, no, no. A- that was the that was it. That was, that the, was the whole name? That was the name. Oh, my God. Dale. That's what I said. <laughs> that's a terrible <laughs> that's name. That's what I was saying. Dale and Holly with Keith. That is what my grandmother would refer to as an unfortunate name. <laughs> It's like we've once I've I've gotten people complain about Secrets of the Sire as a uh-huh. name. No, that's and I'm fine. like, and I'm like, no, no, it's, it's alliterated. A, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, he said that his older brother Ben was done with the role and would not be starring in the upcoming solo film The Batman. It's a story that's already. Oh, so wait, this the The Batman. Yeah, it's not. There's no Affleck in The Batman, according to Casey Affleck. Why everyone's looking forward to Ben Affleck's solo as Batman? Yeah. That's not happening. Warner Brothers According is giving to Casey. Warner Brothers is Affleck. giving Batfleck so much, so much uh, grief yeah. about his portrayal of the character, yeah. or about the direction, and what because he dropped out as the director, yeah. right? And he was just going to be in the film. And then we were like, "All right, well, okay, you know that." At least he's going to be in the film, right? And now, well, according he's not to even gonna make Casey Affleck, again, why would Casey lie? Why would right. he? You would think he's in his inner circle, being that he's his brother. Yeah, kind of. You right. would, you know, maybe maybe they text. All right. <laughs> We're going to keep talking about this, but when we come back... We're coming back? Oh, yeah, because we don't... We're going like a... back to our Whedon conversation. Oh, we have man. Christina on line one when we come back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture, then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420 on TalkingAlternative.com. 
Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. I used to work for one of these news websites. I mean, you would basically scour news, find what was just news about that news. Don't most of them just steal news from other sites? Oh, well, you're not stealing. You're quoting. It's much different. Oh, okay. It's much different. All right. I'm going to quote your car after we leave <laughs> this evening. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every week. I want to do a little bit of uh, house cleaning here on TalkRadio.nyc. We housekeeping, not house cleaning, right? It's housekeeping. It's kind you of can clean up thing, a little, though. though. Right? You, your area is a little messy. First of all, there. that drop was that's a winner right there. <laughs> I love that winner. That that's definitely great. Um, second, I'm going to do some shameless self plugging. Uh, I got a Kickstarter going on right now. Go to MichaelDolce.com. It's for the Sire, the namesake of the show, superhero forced by his own costume to fight evil. It's really cool. Go check it out. Um, and I want to give a shout out to a good friend of mine, uh, Matt Wolecki. Welcome to Walter James Wolecki. Last night, eight pounds thirteen ounces. Oh. Everyone's having a great time. Everyone's doing some good things. So I want to give them some that. And now awesome. on to where I, I love our callers, by the way. I love that. We have Christina on line one. She is going to argue Joss Whedon. She's pro Joss Whedon. Christina, go. Okay. This is an argument that Anna Vast and I have been having for years. <laughs> I think Joss Whedon flushes his characters out just fine. I mean, he said that you could listen to the character without seeing who they are, and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. But I think, like, as far as, like, Hawkeye goes, you can hear his sarcasm as far as, you know, Iron Man goes, he's got that high mightiness as far as, you know, Captain America was. He was very straight-cut in the way that he spoke. I think he flushed the characters out just fine when he did Avengers. I love Firefly. And I know that Hassan is not a huge fan of Firefly. Firefly, but I believe he did a great job. Uh, okay. Um, well, let me ask. I, let me ask I didn't actually say you. Avengers. Let I actually ask, did yeah. like Avengers. Oh, Avengers was great. Hold yes. On. Yeah, she can't hear me. She can. No. No. Did we lose her? I'm here. I don't yeah. know where you guys are. Yeah, we're we're here. We're good. Yeah. So I would she say this. Hear us. Ready? Um, did you like Firefly? Because you were a Joss, wait no no. But did you love Firefly because you were a Joss Whedon coming fan coming into it? Because that could also influence whether or not you're going to enjoy something no. a little bit more. Actually, when I first saw Firefly, I didn't even know it was Joss Whedon. There you go. That's what? proof. That's I came pr- into Firefly, you know, as a newbie. My friend was like, "Hey, I'm watching this. Watch it with me." I watched it, and then I realized later on who it was, and oh. you know, that didn't deter. It didn't change how much. I cared for it. I didn't like it more because it was Joss Whedon. I just I thought the show was good. How is that proof of anything? Because I said. How it. is that proof? It's <laughs> well, no, I, you can walk in and the characters are there. I think so if it, you're saying Joss Whedon's very like plain and stuff, you would have walked in and been like, "Oh, this is terrible. This is you know the characters are not fleshed out. The characters all sound the same. This has got to be you know a Joss Whedon thing." I, I also think you know, too. I knew who Joss okay. Whedon was because I watched Buffy. I watched Angel. I watched those shows. So the fact that I didn't walk in and think that the dialogue was very Buffy or very Angel means that he can write differently and be, you know, a good director for what he's doing. In your opinion, yes. If you feel that way, that's fine. There's nothing wrong. The reason with I asked the question, way. though, however, Hassan, the reason I asked her the question was <laughs> because I think I think part of the argument is that. 
Um, he gets these accolades, and therefore um, he gets a, like, almost like a boost going into what he does, right? So something like Firefly, where you're like, well, to me, it never the, the characters were just kind of bland, ordinary. They didn't mm-hmm. jump off the page. They weren't memorable. Um, but people think they're great is because mm-hmm. he's Joss Whedon, not because the material is No, 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 no. Let's try this again. I never said that. I said I don't like him. You said why. I told you why. Yeah. I never, I never claimed that and what the he's got the world fooled or that everybody else in the world is stupid and I'm right about mm-hmm. it or whatever. I just said, you asked why I didn't like him. I told you why I didn't like him. Yeah. And that's all there is to it. Now I'm getting grief about, like, the argument doesn't make any sense. Well, I just want you to, to like, do the show for me because I'm kind of tired from doing the I, Yeah, I know that. That's yeah. where I'm at right well, now. Well, yeah, you've been tired since, like, when I started the show yeah. in January. Exactly. So anyway... <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm that close to being retired. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we're we're like that. No, yeah, you're way, yeah, yeah. We're we're a flight away from it. Um, we're, we're, look, look, we're not on the harbor of money. Like Island. I said, the other the other part of the problem is that he's very divisive. He uses sure. a lot of devices. Like mm-hmm. um, he wait wait wait. That there's two different things that you just said there. Divisive. Mm-hmm. Or using devices <laughs> is too. You can you can use it in that context. It can it can be used in that context. Can it? Yes, can you can it? have divisive dialogue. Yeah, but divisive is like you're actually setting characters against each other, in, I guess, more intentionally. There, yes, but it's also and then using devices. It's, it's also the being able to utilize devices. You can, so being divisive is a story device. Yes, gotcha. No, you're thinking divisive, right? But so isn't that isn't that no. divisive divisive? No, get out of here. Tomato. Anyway, <laughs> I think you're actually. I don't think you understand the meaning of what you're talking about. You're the one who used the wrong word. I don't think I did. I do. I don't think I did. I do. Okay, roll down the. Head. I'm are, leaving. Are we all of a sudden in um, oh, Lord. Princess Bride? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I actually just said roll down the hill. Roll down the hill. <laughs> All right, Christina. What what last last thoughts on this? Yeah, so that we argument. can we can hang up and then I can well, dismantle I your argument. I want to say something about the Ben Affleck thing. Can I say something? About Please, the ben that's Affleck a great thing? segue. That would work out really well. Let let us not listen to Casey Affleck because I think he's out starting stuff. They have like this sibling rivalry thing, and I think he might be kind of just. That's a heck of a public statement to make. Putting stuff out there that could hurt Ben Affleck in the future for Batman. He must boil his uh, brother. That's that's a strong. That's a big thing. That's That's very divisive. What he's doing. (laughs) I don't think you're using that word right. <laughs> Divisive is correct. Oh my god, Divisive Christina! Thank not. you so much for calling in. Uh, we love having you on. We miss you on the green room. So I think my fault today. The thing went out without the link, but then I got the link. So please check us out in the green room, and uh, thank you for calling. Um, no problem. Bye. I think that's a that's a big statement. That really the, he must hate his brother if he's doing that. I don't think that's the case. I just I, don't. I, I look. She's a smart woman, so she knows what she's talking about, and she has good instincts. So I'm not going to dismiss it, mm-hmm. but that's if that's true, <laughs> that's where the real story is. The heck yeah. with the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know why the one brother is trying to sabotage another brother's movie No, because uh, that's really, that, that's like, and again, I'll use the sports analogy, that's like the like when when two players have a beef with each other, yeah, that's, that's and the intense. one guy gets out and is like, I hate that guy. That and you're is, like, whoa. <laughs> that is pretty intense. You that are is. ruining your season right now. That's, that is intense. Like, that, yeah, that would be something. I don't know. So, the, so, so we settled the Joss Whedon thing. I'm right. Okay. Right? Everybody else is wrong. Gotcha. That's good. I want to do this again. I want to do this again. We're going to talk about the prequels next, right? And I'm going to win <laughs> as soon as I cut everybody's mics off. <laughs> What? It's not a right or wrong that. thing. It's not a right or wrong no, thing. No, uh, agreed. Again, yes. Ag- I agree I with you. You're like allowed to not like somebody. Everything is a quip, too. How Every character quips. That's how, that's how he gets out in and out of every sequence, is a quip. And it's like, after a while, it's like, you can, you can, it's, it's written on rhythm beats. Let me ask you a question. One, two, three, quip. One, two, three, quip. And and you know emotional moment and with joke would you emotional moment and argue with joke. though regardless of your feelings of whether you like or dislike 
that his style of writing was very influential on everything we are we are either watching on film or TV or reading right now. Not necessarily. It I depends. mean, not everything, but I'd no, say has no, a great that it's very, influence. It's it's influence influential. It's influential on the people who are into that genre. Not influential. Oh, I can't even okay. I can't even make a divisive joke about influential because there's no way to say that influential. Ew, there we go. I did it. It's not influential. Influential. I mean, would you argue that's influential, though? Are you done? Yeah, you I did it. I did it. I know. I know. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> it's a influential. It's <laughs> <laughs> good talk. So we'll do it again. But no, I, again, in all seriousness, it's all seriousness. Influential. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna do it. You that's gonna, why I didn't do you it. Were absolutely gonna kill me. Really good. Um, <laughs> that's why. I think it's going to sound great when we I listen back to it. I think that Sweden, whether you like it or not, <laughs> no. is an extremely influential you, he's influ- writer. Of course he's influential. In everything that, that has come since. Of course he is. That so is L. Ron Hubbard. Does that, that, does, that make, does that make him great? Does that make it greatness? It's different, though. That's different. No, it's not different. No, but you, got, you have to give... Uh, I'll say this. Well, all right, Green Day, right? When Green Day first came out, they were basically in a lot of people's minds in the in the music snob world, right? Which I think would qualify us as like writer snobs because we write and and draw and do things in the industry. You would sit there and, and kind of look at their music and be like, well, they're not very technically good, and they're basically taking like the Ramones and the Clash and Sex Pistols, and they're basically taking what they do um, and kind of reworking it. And then you sit there and go like. Well, that's not very good. But then you fast forward and you look at all the bands that were then influenced by them. And you look back and you go, and, and, and if you're, if whether you're or not, not into their music, you, you'll think, look at all these other bands that suck because they're all influenced by Green Day. But you got to sit there and say, wow, that's... that's no, why? There's, there's why? A, there's because other people listen to it? Yeah. That's, I th- not, I think a, that's not... I think there is something to be respected who, I Yeah. It, in your twisted point of view, My yeah. A lot of, a lot of people who, who like something means that there should be respect to the, to the like E, right? Sure. No, no, not necessarily. If you don't like that person, if you don't like the person's art, then you don't like their art. So anybody who's influenced by that art yeah. are going to be offsprings of art that you don't like. Why, why is that a, you know? I if, you're, if you listen to Rush yeah. and then someone plays you Green Day, you're going to be like, what the hell is this? That's really funny because right? that's where the argument first derived from. But I'm but, a big Rush fan. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you're never... And then the, the 50 other bands that come up who are influenced by Green Day, which usually means they're actually worse than Green Day because they've only learned sure. what Green Day has taught them. Yeah. They're going to be worse for that person who likes Rush than, than even Green Day. Than sure. Even that, so then... But I think you'd have to, even if you're a Rush fan... No! You'd have to recognize the influence that that person... To? Why do you always use the words have to? That's why we always get into trouble with these conversations in the first place. Because uh, you'll, you'll ask me my opinion because on something and you'll be you like, well, a, you got to admit that this I guy is great, test, though. If I gave you a test question and the question was, do you recognize the influence that Joss Whedon has had on the industry? The answer has to be yes. Right? Not necessarily. Do you recognize the influence Joss Whedon has had on the industry? You just want me to say the Y word, and I'm not going to, because I know these tricks. You know, for a second, I actually was like, W-H-Y? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God people are calling. Keep calling in, because Don't call I in anymore. The Joss Whedon discussion is over. I don't burnt. like Joss Whedon. I've explained it. If you disagree with me, then you disagree with me. That's fine. If we want to put you on the stump, explain to me why he's good. Because no one's done that yet. Other than a lot of people like him. 877-480-4120. Debate Hassan. I will just. A lot of people like beets, and I think they're crazy. (laughs) Like the red, the red beets. Yes, they're pickled. They're pretty good. No, pickled beets are very good. See, there you go again. You're an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) As great as this discussion has been, no, it hasn't. And it's been, been, it's been. We have, we have done a wonderful job. I have the question to end all questions. Plus, we go spinning the racks when I come back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. 
I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. Hello, this is Mark Torres. And Pronto Comics own Dominic Sperano. And listen to our show, It Came From The Radio, right here on talkradio.nyc. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We talk about entertainment, movies, comic books, and other news. So make sure you check us out. That's right here, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Every Wednesday, talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com You know what else has been building up? I have no idea. What? <laughs> Game, Game of Thrones. Ugliest segue I've ever heard in my life. That <laughs> was, was a terrible transition. <laughs> Southtown girls won't blow you away. <laughs> But you know that they'll stay. Uh-oh. Sorry, everyone at home. <laughs> Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. I hope everyone's enjoying their summertime. Everyone's kind of relaxing a little bit. Uh, we are never relaxing. We are always just, you know, doing our thing, and it's a good, good, good old-fashioned time. So we were talking Josh Sweden, talked Ben Affleck a little bit. Uh, we do have to get into Defenders. Defenders is coming out this week. Friday. Um, predictions sure to go wrong? I think it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think I'm most people, most people are, it. you know, the reviews are pretty favorable right now. Like, uh, Entertainment Weekly uh, gave it... It's uh, getting good reviews, then. He described it as an enjoyable superhero adventure distinguished by improvements and innovations that I hope Marvel will carry forward. Nice. Uh, Especially after most, uh, Iron Fist. Most notably calling for shorter seasons, more team-ups, fewer shows. Which I actually think is a good idea. I don't know. I Okay. I don't understand... I don't. I don't agree with the call for shortened yeah. anything. Yeah, give us less because it's always going to be it, that that that's a call that's always going to be adhered to. Well, we'll give you less. We'll give you less. We'll make you pay more, but the quality is not going to go up. Right. All right. So like you got the Game of Thrones thing. Yeah. The game they they cut the season in half. Yep. The season's only like seven. It's not in half, but this the season's only seven episodes. Right. But if you've been watching this season, you can see why they did it. That you can see where the money's going. Sure. Right. Wow, they're spending money on sure. this. Okay. A lot of times, you can't see that. Right. You can't say, okay, why was this only? Why was this only eight episodes? You know, why was? It? However, yes, I do agree that previous Marvel seasons. Have gone on too long, yeah. you know. But well, that's because of the stories. That's the, the, the Kim Bauer of story. Effect too. Okay, if you ever watched Twenty Four, uh, the joke was Kim Bauer was there just to—that's Alicia Cuthbert's character—was just to stretch out the season because they needed filler. Like they, they they had her chased by like a white nationalist. No joke. In one episode, <laughs> they had her chased by a cougar. That was like the <laughs> jumping. Yeah, it was an actual cougar. And the thing is, that season, or an old woman who was no, looking no, for no, no. <laughs> That, that could, they could have stretched that out even yeah, longer. Yeah, that would No, they actually watched. did have her for like being chased by an actual cougar for like three episodes because they just couldn't. <laughs> the cougar? Next, where did they get a cougar? She was out. It was, just, it was like a new. She was pe- in the woods, a new right? Had dropped. She was out in the middle of she nowhere. She wasn't in like Brooklyn, and there was a cougar no, and just came out of no. the trains. And, right? But it, but the funny thing is, it's still like you, you exclude that one part, and that season was still one of the best. Like shows of television ever, it was it was season two it was amazing, but yeah, but there was that laughable joke of like, oh my god, they, yeah, okay, they they need to they need to oh, kill some time here. Well, that's because it's twenty six episodes, it's twenty excuse me, twenty four episodes. Yeah. That's that's not what I'm talking about. We're t- we cut the seasons down into two in, into thirteen. Sure, we cut the seasons in half. Yeah, supposedly the seasons are cut in half because they're supposed to allow us to intensify the stories yeah. without all those fillers, yeah. without without the <laughs> chase by uh-huh. an old sex crazed woman sure. stories, right? So now you're talking about cut them and cut them again. 
But we already cut them in the stories. I think it's just being concise, right? I think you just need to be concise with what you're doing. And sometimes having a limitation. uh, You need to just tell them their story. Yeah, but some but of those that's not you don't need to, No, no. Here's what Marvel was doing wrong. Yeah. Marvel was adding fillers into the 13 episode but seasons. But 13 is still too long for some of these things. No. I mean, that, maybe that's the problem. No. Maybe, when, maybe when you're a writer no. in a room and you have 13 episodes, you're like, okay, great. Here are the things we want to do. We think they're going to be very good. Okay, we're actually writing these scripts out. And it's like, ah, we need to get you from here to here. I'm writing a five-issue comic book series right now. I could tell it in four but I, but I want to do five, and I and think five is the appropriate length. For there's it. your problem. No, you I need don't. a better story. You need a you need a five issue story instead right. of trying to stretch your four issue story into five. No, but I you I agree with you in that sense where we can look at it and go, okay, how do I make this five issues better than a four issue story? But there's there it comes down to it where it's like, well, you get to four issues and you're like, well, I could do this in four if I had to, but I have the luxury of five, so I can space things out. But by spacing things out, sometimes you end up having filler. If you had a if you had a five issue story, uh, and you switched it down to four issues, then it would cost people four issues yeah. to read your story, as opposed to watching something on Netflix that all it all costs the same. Sure, but you're getting less and less content, so the price never goes if down. If it's more quality content, though, it's more bang for your book. The I, just 13, said, I just said book, didn't I? The 13 episode seasons were supposed to be right. more quality. Right. Now, you're, now you're telling me you can't even fill those with quality. In, in so ten, now you in, need it to be shorter. Years, it's going to be negative one episode. Yeah, but you want, me to, you want me to spend the same amount of money on it. Yeah. Well, it's like, was it 13 bucks a month? How much would you pay? All right. I miss <laughs> the days when there was like good counter arguments or, you know, whatever yeah, well, to these know. discussions. I miss I those days. Was, I think it was pretty good. Because you kind of suck at this. We do this every week. <laughs> we go and grab the most fantastical pop culture news out there. We call it Spinning the Racks. Fantastical. <laughs> Spin the rack. Spin the rack. Hey, that was like a lot shorter. <laughs> Did you cut that down? No, I, w- I actually, I went... Really? Over, yeah. That's what it was? In the, uh, when, we, when we hold up our well. 2017 year in review, this might not be the episode that makes it in the uh, top 10. I think that's what it's coming down to. Homecoming don't won't be... Don't call out the episode during the episode. <laughs> it was very meta of me, actually. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. It was very anti-Joss Whedon. Don't be meta. It was very anti-Joss Whedon to me. Yeah, because Joss Whedon is not that. meta. He, he is not, not a meta person. Homecoming won't be the lowest grossing Spider-Man film for long. According to Screen Rant, the first solo Spidey film within the Marvel Cinematic Universe stood out from the character's previous films. Uh, however, despite positive critical reception, the film has brought in the low-end box office totals up to this point, and notably, Homecoming has yet to pass the worldwide box office totals of any of the previous five live-action Spider-Man films. However, it looks like that's about to change. Box Office Mojo is reporting Spider-Man Homecoming has officially passed $700 million worldwide, uh, with a total of just over $702 millions. Millions, yeah, well, that's yeah, not not our winner tonight. Um, with this new milestone, it's fair to say that Spider-Man Homecoming will at least pass the worldwide box office total total of Amazing Spider-Man 2. Is that still out? Yeah. <laughs> still out there, and, and it's, it's chugging, still out? chugging along. Mm, I don't know. I just call it a... Does this... Call it a kind of a dud. It's not a failure. It's not a flop. It's just a little bit of dud. It's it's just... It's, it's really nice. It's a nice job. I'll tell you what. If that was a precursor to a television show, yeah. to like to a 13 season... 13 season... 13 episode... Netflix show? We need more callers. We're done. We're done. <laughs> We're done. Yeah, go ahead. If that was, if, if that would have been fantastic. Yeah. Imagine um, Michael Keaton for thirteen episodes. You know, kind of chewing sure. scenery, sure, and and building the character up. You could have explored a lot of things with yeah. that. But they turned it into a movie, so it was like another. And there's nothing special the, about that film. That's right. the problem. That's the inherent nothing, problem I think with the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now is is the the. Um, doing it like a TV show, doing it like a serialized comic book has its advantages and it's cool and there's some great things you can do, but it also has its disadvantages. Well, for, for, for Spider-Man, it very much seems like they were they were counting on the brand to, yeah. to pull them over the finish line. People will come to see this not because it's a Spider-Man movie, but it's a Marvel Spider-Man movie. Yeah. And, uh, no. Okay. Moving on. Five Man- years ago, though, it might have worked. Man hosts his own late night talk show on New York City subway. 
Host was that Dean you? Dimitra was that you <laughs> says, people who ride the subway are immune to weird things happening around them. Hmm. Uh, the New York City subway isn't usually a place that inspires conversation, but that mm-hmm. hasn't stopped one aspiring entertainer from using it as the location for his own talk show. Uh, host of Derail. That's pretty good. Ooh. A YouTube talk show he films once a month on the city's L train. He sits in one of the regular seats, but behind a fake desk made of foam. He also has two coffee cups, but instead of a full band, his friend Jeremy plays bongos and doubles as announcer. Man. The guests, it could be anyone Why who just happens to be Why is it the L train? Why not the two train? The train? <laughs> what this guy on my train? Do you? Because I usually hate yeah. it when there's a performer. The performers are usually pretty good, and I'll give them some cash or some some change. There's a video of a guy who had a but puppet of Axl Rose. Oh, I really you got to look for that one. Pretty. That's amazing. See, that's pretty good though, right? That's it. And he does Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. That is All amazing. Right. All right. But no, then, I don't know. We, I always get the guy who's yelling at everybody because uh, you know. Yeah. Because he had a, he had a hard luck story. And now everybody's it's everybody else's fault. Would you want to host the show on a subway one day? Yes, we could do that. Wouldn't we just be copying him, though? Yes, we would. So we, we'd be unoriginal, but we probably... We're already a, unoriginal. But we'd probably have a wider audience, so we'd get the credit for yeah, it over we, him. We would de- and and it would be our, like we've been doing it since day and one. And we would have a captive audience, because yeah. if we did it in between uh, between stops, no one could leave. Oh, that's, well, but yeah, I know. That's the mm-hmm. best part. Mm-hmm. All right, Gabe yeah. Firamasco. Any prequel uh, doubter? Uh, pose the question. It's a very important question. Is it okay to eat fruit on the toilet? No. I said no also. Debate's over. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week. We have an amazing show. We'll talk some Defenders next week because it'll actually be out. We get to actually talk about the film. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> TV show. Well, it's a film. It's on film. It's digital film. I'll, I'll you want it to be filmed, so you 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 put down the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but then you want the seasons to all I'll be narrowed down to films. And uh, we're going to have a surprise no mystery guest next week. We actually are going to have a guest next week. I'm telling you, and it's going to be awesome. We have like two people lined up. Do I know who this is? Did you tell me? No. But the best part is is that if we do get both guests, we don't have to do anything. And that's what we didn't about. do anything really tonight. So check out, <laughs> check out my Kickstarter. We got some great announcements coming. Check out tomorrow. The announcement for the new reward is coming. It's going to be really exciting and awesome. Uh, Hassan is involved in next week's uh, announcement. There's going to be tons of cool stuff. We love everybody who has supported us so far and uh, want to. Joss Whedon sucks. And Joss Whedon sucks. <laughs> All right. It's been Secrets of the Sire. See you next week. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. want to connect with are you an entrepreneur or entrepreneur looking to build your following welcome to our show follow Follow me friday Friday with joan and priya tune in every friday at noon eastern on talkradio.nyc we're We're your your digital digital connectors connectors. (laughs) (laughs) hey all you crazy listeners looking to boost your business Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? 
then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Robin Callie Show, Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network, 